Welcome back, everybody. This is the, uh, I guess you could say this is the farewell episode. You have, you've listened through all the recordings that I've been squirreling up for the past year, um, and you've made it to the end. And uh, so congratulations on that. Uh, with me, though, I do have Abby and Surrey. Um, and, you know, I like to ask them a few questions and figure out where they've been since everything's been, you know, kind of quiet on our end and um, where we're all going to go from now. And so with that, I do want to pick up with ladies first is, um, Abby, how are you? Currently? Fine. I'm all right. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. Bit, bit, uh, a bit, (laughs) I'm here. I was going to say a bit hot, but I think everybody's hot right now in this country. (laughs) Sorry. What about you, man? I'm pretty awesome. I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. Except in my country, it's a little bit cool. Oh, that's um, right. It's it's is it fall or it's fall there, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the cold season, so yes, yeah, so I guess it must be the the tail end of autumn. Okay, we yeah, because we don't have leaves falling. Almost everything here is evergreen, so. Because summer, summer starts for us next week, I think. Yes. Yes. It's like, in, I know, in three days. Yeah, I know it's yeah. around my birthday. I just couldn't remember. Yeah. Oh, it's tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? No, no, no. Tomorrow is Father's Day. Yeah. But, which is oh. like, well, hi, perspective. Uh, tomorrow's Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a good segue. Uh, so, Abby, I don't know if you knew this. Oh, I'm pretty sure you did. You have, you're a bit more intelligent than I am on that one. But uh, I only learned this. When um, I started working with some people in Australia, when it's Father's Day here, it is not Father's Day there. Correct. No. The same goes for Mother's Day. Yeah. I, I made the mistake of telling Mike Happy Father's Day on our Father's Day. And he had to like explain to me how Australia is way different than us. Yeah. I, I, I don't even think... I, I might be wrong, but I don't even think Great Britain celebrates Mother's Day on the same day that we do. So... No, I, th- I think it's a little bit sort of all over the place. We wait till September for some reason. It works out well because it's sort of a, a week or two before my birthday. So, I get hey. I get two sort of days. It's great. Well, while we're on the subject of fathers, I, uh, a few things. I, well, I guess number one, I do want to say, uh, I don't know if you two ever get bored and you want to watch it, but uh, they released a movie yesterday on Netflix with Kevin Hart, um, Fatherhood, just in time for Father's Day, actually. Let me tell you something. That movie will fuck you up. I'm like, I didn't. I finished it last night. I had to wake up early for this gun class, but I finished it last night, like at ten or eleven. And uh, I'm laying in bed beside Carrie, finishing like the tail end of it. And I wait. I wait. I woke her up at least five times from the crying. <laughs> oh, dude, it's a really good movie. I won't spoil it, but the concept's like his wife dies, like the same, like this right after she gave birth to his baby, and so he decides to raise his little girl. Well, you hope you decide that, I suppose. Is there another decision? It's also Kevin Hart, so it's like every time you hear like hear him like get upset, you're like, I know you want to laugh. I see you laughing. (laughs) But I I ain't cried that hard since Marley and me. Uh yeah, I I, yeah, I don't I don't know how well I can cry. Um But I understand the concept. So, um, 
I, I mean, obviously, like we discussed, Father's Day is a bit different, but I, I do want to ask Abby, do you, are you currently, like, are you going to come up here to see your dad for Father's Day? Or? No, I'm not going home. Uh, where uh, where are you at the moment, Abby? Uh, I am not super keen on, like, telling people where, like, the audience where oh, I live. Oh, sorry. I, it, That's uh, okay. In a very, in a very generalized state-wise. <laughs> Which state? I wouldn't mind. I'll tell, I'll tell you in private, but, like, it's it, on, like, recordings and stuff. I tried to, oh, like... Oh, no, no. That, that's fine. She she moved to another state. I guess that was something she can get to if ah, she wanted okay. to say it later. She moved to another state. That's one of her, uh, I think, big things since you may have last or... Um, yeah. That, that, one, that I know of. Moving, she moved to. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, funny. I, I moved there and then she moves away. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, what's what's moving to another state like in the states? Because uh, I understand all the laws are quite different. <laughs> yeah, so it's most of it is like when you move, you need to make sure. A lot of it is like making sure that you get all your registration changed. So you have to um, get essentially you have to get your address changed and everything that has your address on it. You have to get that changed. Um, driver's license, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then car registration, um, everything like that. It's costly to do those things, Mm -hmm. but it's really, it's, you literally can just pick up and move to another state. A lot of them have grace periods too, where it's like, if you've lived here, you have to just do it within your first three months of living here or something. Because it's like, it's like to, there's different taxes and stuff, right? That's that's the yeah, main thing, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you call your insurance, you have to tell them you're reporting your move, and then your insurance will, your car insurance will also fluctuate up and down depending on... Yeah. Um, but I, I do want to add, one of the pain in the ass parts, I don't know if Abby went through this, uh, I found that when I moved, was in the middle of the pandemic, um, there was so much bullshit with getting paperwork changed because all the offices were closed off and on. It took me months to get my car legally titled here because the way of trying to get in touch with people and like the times you can go see like the car tags and mm-hmm. um, it was a pain in the ass here. I have a I have a weird feeling that it's kind of specifically more in the location that you're at because uh, at least where I went and I think where I used to live also, those kinds of things actually became more accessible. They were more willing to do those kinds of paperwork transitions online rather than in person. So uh, I, it wasn't hard because a lot of they were just offering and, and they were by appointment too. So like maybe I'd have to wait a certain amount of time for everything, but I had a set appointment so I didn't have to like go sit at a DMV or anything. Um it does surprise me that there's still so much that you have to do in person. And that's the, the same as here when <laughs> I, because I moved about 14 years ago, I moved over to the West Coast from the East Coast. And oh, there's no particular requirement to change your address or anything, except things get a bit more awkward. Like if you want to get a, uh, like a mortgage by a house, the bank wants to know where you're living currently. So you say, oh, well, in the new house I'm buying, they say, well, um, show us some sort of ID that defines that you do live even here in Australia because if you don't pay up, we've, we've got to follow up with you know, various debt collection processes. And at the time, I had my driver's, my driver's license was still from uh, Melbourne. So, there was extra forms you could fill in to sort of 
demonstrate, but it was easier to then have to go, I said, yeah, turn up to the, the equivalent of the DMV here, the Department of Transport, and sit in line with a little ticket and wait for your name to come up. And then the thing that got me was, I don't know how this happened. My middle name was not on my driver's license. I don't think it's ever been. So, this most recent time where I was doing some work with, yeah, with the bank and they were asking for ID and so forth, my citizenship papers, because I was born in Germany, two Australian parents, they were just over there at the time. But mm-hmm. as a result, I've, uh, I always have to show my citizenship, of course, because and they stopped asking me what boat I've come in on because that's, that's always a nice thing. So, I asked that a couple of times and go, I am Think, well, we flew here for starters. There's these things called aeroplanes <laughs> now that you can fly on. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it was a Boeing something or other. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know you I was, live on an island, but it doesn't mean that you came there I on was a, boat. a baby. I don't remember what <laughs> boats. Like, what? They're anyway, so, so I did have my middle names. I, I had to go and do this whole middle name adding to my licensing, which was a, a song and dance. I would have just not. I would have just accepted the fact that I didn't have a middle name anymore. Yeah, oh, but my, just my, my birth certificate and uh, citizenship has my middle name, so all my other ID has a middle name. And they, there's not many Surrey users in the world. In fact, I haven't met any. Uh, and I've done searches. I can't find a reference to any, but they still want a middle name just in case maybe I assassinate a president or something. And so, yeah, you need. A- <laughs> I would say to kind of like. Uh, before we leave the ID subject, an, a pain in the ass that just came up today about like the ID, like moving here is the fact that when I got my new license, by the way, you have to get your new license when you get another state for that state. Uh, I had put my address as my mother's address because it, me and Carrie were still like early ish as far as figuring out what we we're going to do about living. And so then I moved in here with my new license. Well, I didn't think much more about it, but today when he's like, yeah, by the way, when you go register uh, to actually get your certificate with the um, concealed carry, uh, you need to make sure your where you live at, your house license match, your um, your uh, concealed carry uh, address. Like, you need to make sure all your address match, and now I might have to go fix my fucking address again. That, that one's easy, though, because you've already registered. That right. one you should be able to do online, and then they'll just fix it and send you a new one. You think they could just ask Facebook where you live? <laughs> oh my god and they, they just you know check out the location on your phone and they go well yeah and the address says you've moved here at this point at this time and you go well okay Bezos ask Bezos he knows for sure uh, well they say they're not listening but f- for crying out loud we got an ad after talking to our builder because we're building a house currently mm-hmm. and the builder mentioned uh, that you can get these heat pump clothes dryers, which don't blow lint everywhere and they sort of, you know, have a trap for the moisture and, you know, they work a little bit differently. I went, oh, geez, yeah, heat pump, you know, dryer, that sounds like a good thing. The very next day, turning up on the Facebook feed was an ad for a heat pump dryer. And you just try and tell me, like, we have, after that conversation, we'd not look for dryers. We haven't looked for clothes dryers uh, ever, as far as I can tell. But we somehow got an ad specifically for the thing we spoke about. And you just can't help but think that, well, something, unless their little algorithms are just that good that they know that the situation we're in, we would sooner or later talk about a clothes dryer. I don't know. It just seems suspicious to me. 
A fun game to play is if you are looking for something and you want to get those targeted and you just yell it at your I'm backpack. I'm looking for a man. Oh man. I would love a, I wish I had a better backpack one. I a, um backpack. And then you go on Instagram and then see if it works. <laughs> Y'all really want to test this? <clears throat> hey, we need some more condoms. <laughs> All right. Let's see if I get a Trojan ad. I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's not an uh, like a like a commonplace ad because they wouldn't try to target that to children. Actually, capitalism, you know, who knows? Oh, I'll tell you what ad did just pop up. Uh, Kate Spade, which sells purses. Oh shoot! Is that because of my third arm reference to a handbag while riding my bike? <laughs> I I was thinking it was because I was yelling about backpacks, but because a purse ah. is pretty damn close. That is oh, close. and get get this, the next ad that came up was a coach ad, which is also purses. Anyways. Uh so but before we move into the uh the bigger chunk of this episode, um I do want to leave off of the subject, sorry. Uh I'm pretty sh- I know you don't I'm pretty sure you don't know, but um by the time this episode comes out, I'm sure it will be officially announced. But uh I went from like last time you and I talked I believe I was like just broken up with my last, um, yeah, and broken up engagement with uh, with my last girl. But um, I am actually engaged to a, another girl, and uh, we're having a baby. Ah, so you don't need more condoms, All right? It's too late for that. <laughs> Dude, she had she had bought she you had bought like two big ass boxes of condoms too before that. So now we just have like a like a massive amount of condoms that are just sitting there now donate it to a planned parenthood i'm right we'll take it yeah Uh, Um, well now you just said that you're not gonna get any ads for condoms i know right now i'm gonna get ads for like baby toys yeah baby toys cribs that sort of thing i don't even know like where do you guys see your most ads i see them on facebook when i do check facebook which is once a blue moon i never go on a facebook it's once a blue moon for me I'll tell you what, I saw an ad YouTube, for like... YouTube, I guess. Oh, that's a good one. No, yeah, fa- Facebook is the only place I see ads because I can't ad block it. YouTube, almost, the only ads I see are the ones that are presented by the people in the video. So, that's nice. Until I tried <laughs> to look at Facebook, uh, not Facebook, uh, YouTube on my phone... And there's bloody ads all over. I was like, who would watch this garbage? But without ads, it's actually watchable. All right. So, you know, we're all, I think we're all pretty much on the same um, pages on as far as where we're at. But I do want to speak on, you know, Personalize is closing up with actually with this episode. And I just want to see where everyone's going after this. Um, You know, Abby, obviously, we'll start with you with your voice acting. I know that 2020 really knocked everyone off their axis. Uh, most of people, some people for bad, some people for good. I would say I know that Surrey is pretty much thriving, but uh, how are you doing and with your voice editing and where are you going with this? Uh, am I allowed to talk about Delvers? <laughs> uh, it's probably been... <laughs> uh, you, could, you could say it, but don't name it. Uh, on the I, set. I mean, I believe I, I believe Delvers would be out. But all I got to do is by like, the time this episode. Does, yeah, all I got to uh, do is add add intro to the other episodes, and I'm ready to release. I just been waiting to record this one before I start doing that. So uh, I believe Delvers will be starting to come out by the time this gets to the end. 
That one's probably done taken up the most of my time, voice acting wise. That is, um, just because we have recorded so much for it, and like you know, it, it is one of the more time consuming projects that I've been up to because a lot of the work that I've been doing lately has been um, narration stuff for like commercials and and what have you. Um, a couple of like businesses who. Uh, you know, who needed voice actors for, like, either pitch meetings or stuff like that, who um, people had recommended me for. So I'm also saying um a lot, and I've just noticed that, so I apologize. But that has been the majority of the voice work that I've been doing. Lately, though, I've been asked to play a lot of Dungeons & Dragons. Hey! So I've had a number of like different groups ask me to play one shots with them or have invited me into like private things that have been streamed or a plethora of other things. But I've been in a couple streamed um, Dungeons and Dragons pieces now. And um, weren't you just on a one shot? I saw on Instagram. Yeah. Somewhere? Yeah. And, the, and then that's that? the other thing is that I've been guest spotting on a lot of other podcasts um, I just did the One Shots D&D Character Podcast. Um, I just did the 50th episode with Unsolved Mysteries Solved with our good friend Cass, who we love dearly. Um, and I have a couple more lined up. Um, there's one. I don't remember what the official name is going to be. It's a project that hasn't gotten its feet off the ground just yet. I mean, I'll, I'll post about it if anybody who's interested follows me on Twitter. Um, but there, it's it's essentially a podcast about this mind flayer who interviews D and D characters and like eats their memories, essentially feeds off of Ooh. them. Uh, yeah, but that's as far as voice. I mean, voiceover work is sporadic. That is the job. So it's hard to say where I'm going to be because it's unstable, it's sporadic, and I'm here to work. Uh, but, you know, th- that's always the hope, is that you we're just doing more and more work. I'm not stopping voice acting. Uh, I'm uh, not stopping being in the podcast world. Um, and, you know, I, I, I do more beyond the realm of podcasts and I just want to continue to do that. Hopefully I'm, I'm putting it out in the universe. I want to work on an indie game really bad. So I'm going to throw that out into the universe, but that's, that's pretty much it for me, I guess. Okay. All right. Well, uh, sorry. Yes. How are you going? Uh, how are you doing? I know even last time me and you had even talked a little bit, you had said that, um, you know, for the most part, your biggest focus is with space brains. Yeah, so that's right. So this sort of past year or so, uh, I've still got to, yeah, Gravity Undone still my sort of umbrella production or publishing name, if you like. But underneath that, we have Space Brains, which is a it's now a business partnership. We've registered that and have the Australian business number to prove it. Yes. Yay. Yes. Uh, which is important because you need that to get a .com.au address. So, we now have spacebrains.com.au, which launched uh, a couple of months ago. And that came along with, uh, along with the business name registration and the official registry of a partnership. 
we've launched the Space Rain Science Fiction Film Festival, which is a it's a film competition. Basically, is what they some film festivals are just presentations of themed films, and some are more like uh, competitions. So this is more of the competition variety as well as a filming a film screening. So that's that's pretty cool. That's going to be happening. The it's open now for entrance, and there's a whole bunch of categories from student through to best feature, and we have uh, a real honest goodness theatre with proper sort of stadium type seating booked in the Mandra Performing Arts Centre, which is sort of the premier uh, live and venue here in Mandra. So that's pretty cool. We've already got a whole bunch of films entered, including a feature film, uh, international and local people doing that. So we're just going now into more marketing of that. We're trying to uh, make sure that everyone knows about it and make sure that we've got something that the media wants to cover. So we're trying to hunt down some local politicians to come to our launch party or say something about it so that more than just the local news media, because it's easy enough to get the, the local you know, Mandra Times coastal news because, uh, you know, they they have pretty slow new days, news days for the most part. You know, there's, there's nothing terribly big happening at any given time. So they'll cover us for sure. But we want the, you know, the West Australian Times uh, because the West Australian Times then is sort of news that gets deployed there also does get picked up by national sort of media. And it also means then that Google searches pop up more links back to us. So that's, that's Space Brains because we're in our third year now of development. And for those that don't know, of course, Space Brains is a science fiction movie discussion show where we joy watch sci-fi movies and talk about what is good and what is great about them. We also occasionally interview people involved in making of those science fiction films. So that's what we're doing. We're hoping that we can inspire some more independent people to create science fiction because there's more avenues than ever for people to be displayed. You know, with all these streaming services, there's kind of almost now, and with YouTube as well, there's sort of a self-publishing venue or option where you, you can make revenue, which is something new that hasn't happened in the um, film production area uh, historically. I have two questions. Um, so, number one, uh, is there a date for the said festival? The screening and gala event is the 21st of May, 2022. It's in Mandra. It goes from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. It includes a day of... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, discussion and information, followed by the screening of uh, either of the award-winning short films, and then an after-party. Will there that where there'll be by chance anything uh, live online? Yeah, we're hoping to stream it. Um, we're still finding our feet in terms of video production of Space Brains. Uh, we're sort of not sure how to present it visually to make it interesting enough and worthwhile enough to be a visual sort of thing. But we'd like to stream the whole, we'd like to stream many bits. So we've got, as I said, it starts at 11 a.m. We're going to have a presentation by Space Brains to start off with. 
which is primarily there to work out any technical kinks for later in the day. But it will be for anyone who's interested in, the, I guess, the whole process and, and of podcasting, what's what it's about. There's always people interested in that. Then we're followed up by a science educator to talk about some aspect of science fiction in terms of real science. And we've got a, uh, a local WA science fiction author to talk about the process of building science fiction stories. And then also a, uh, a local WA science fiction movie uh, director, writer to sort of screen some parts of their film and also talk about relevant bits. Uh, and then there'll be a, a roundtable discussion. So we're hoping to sort of stream and if not stream, but certainly we'll have a videographer there filming and recording all of that goodness so that it can go online. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. That's, uh, I definitely, um, I'll personally try to, if I, hopefully depending on what's going on, I definitely want to check that out and see where you're at. That'd, that'd be cool. Go to Australia. Right. Oh man. That'd yeah. Be- fly on in. I'd, you gotta. Uh, I, I don't know. Our borders are probably still closed, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> by 2022, though, maybe. Well, that's what we're hoping is Look, that by I'll May just, 2022, it's it should all be open for business. I'll just arrive on a boat. I'll say I'm from Germany. Yeah. <laughs> well, which boat? Which one? <laughs> well, what's funny is about 2022 for me. Uh, <laughs> we might be moving again. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll never another get state. To, yeah. Well. Yeah, we are discussing returning to Alabama. <laughs> so that's insane. I know, right? I'm like, well, damn it, I just got here, but uh, it's not for sure yet. But it's 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 being discussed. Sure. I do want to touch on. I wasn't sure, but I thought um, last time you and I spoke, did, did you say you had already? I know you were building a house, but didn't were you already moved into it? Or I know you had said you had moved. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. So, the, this is the ongoing drama of the house that is 14 years, 15 years in the making so far. So, apparently, it's it's expensive and difficult to build houses. That's what I have learned in the past 15 years. But, uh, so, we bought this block of land. Just for a quick recap, we're back in 2005. So, we bought a block of land here in on the west coast of Australia. Uh, it's a beautiful seaside suburb it's up on a big sand dune hill so it's sort of it's overlooking some parts of water and parts of manor and things there's lovely block we went there that'll make a, a great investment it was a good buy at the time it's still a good buy now but we figured that we'd build on it in a couple of years time uh, and so now fast forward say 15 years uh, lots of things happen in the meantime and there's been a lot of saving and so on but now we are in a position financially uh, to actually build, which is nice. So sometimes it just takes a very long time, <laughs> and yeah, our kids are all grown up now. So we're, we're hoping to get them in a the school. The school, the primary school, is very nearby this house, and we, we we dreamed that's where our kids would go, and they do go to that school, but we don't live at that block because we couldn't afford to to build there until now, when my daughter is. She's in year five now, and by the time it's built, she'll be finishing year six, and year seven is in a different school. Ironically, that different school is across the road from where we lived just last year. So, we sold that house, and we moved a little bit south down to be closer to our block and to free up some money so we could build. 
and the the slab is going down. The foundations are being dug, and the slab is being poured next week. Uh, but it's gonna t- it's gonna take almost a year to build because, as I said, houses are take a long time to build. And uh, yeah, so she might get six months of being able to walk to school, and then she'll have to take the bus. But yeah, that's it's pretty it's going pretty well. We finally finalised plans. It's the plans have gone through so many revisions, and we've chopped out so many things because uh, I did mention that the expense of building. Uh, apparently, you can't have it all. Um, so we we are very very close. This time next year, we will be, in fact, during the film festival, Space Rains Film Festival, uh, we will, should be in the new house. Awesome. Um, now, are you still skateboarding? Because I'm not seeing any cool uh, going down the hill videos of you and your wife anymore. Oh, I'm still skateboarding. I did have a fall in February, which just about broke my foot and ankle. Oh, shit. And as it turns out, yesterday, we went to my first skate jam again, and uh, it, it, it was good, but... The confidence was not there after months of being away from it and also the, my last experience being one of, of great pain. Uh, it was doing okay. My wife is uh, she's going from strength to strength in skateboarding. So, she's now starting up her own skateboard tuition school. She took on her first students a month ago and it's it's good. So she, but being winter, it sort of rains a bit and you can't skate on the parks. In the rain, it's just like trying to skateboard on ice. It doesn't work. <laughs> so she's she's spending this time over the sort of rainy season to figure out all the financials of that. But yeah, she's got students who are coming to pay. So she's doing sort of one off here and there. But she also put a a class together, a four week from never having touched a skateboard to being able to skate around a skate park well enough that you can join in on on skate jams and so on so that's yeah there's, there's still quite a bit of skateboarding going on here in fact she's just going up today to the skateboarding wa is closing down and they're, they're selling all their stuff out of their warehouse so she's going up to pick up some skateboards and helmets and things for her own school uh, is there any other updates or anything you want to share with the listeners uh yeah, I'm. Oh, I'll have my first, my first short film will be coming out so- shortly. What? It's it's not going to be very exciting, and it's mostly basically an ad for Space Brains. But there you go. <laughs> when is it releasing? Yeah. What's the platform? Do we watch it on YouTube or? It'll be it'll be on YouTube. Yeah, like we've got a Space Brains YouTube channel. There's not much on there at the moment. There's also TikTok, so there'll be sort of a a short version on there and uh i'm also finishing off the audiobook version of my my novels uh book one which has also then had some heavy edits to make it a bit more interesting and yeah so that'll be coming out pretty soon it's just trying to trying to get all that done whilst also having a full-time job and so on it can pose problems sometimes it's uh, kind of a good problem to have, but nonetheless, it takes time. But that's cool, man. I didn't know that. that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we're good. We're also we're hoping also then to include some of the people who've been in the film festival on the podcast and so on, feature some of their films. So we'll see. That's awesome, dude. So as for me, there's not obviously uh, 
my biggest thing has been not doing any big updates in podcasting or anything creative because since the last year, I've been trying to refigure my life. And apparently I turned it way upside down because uh, now I'm about to be married to a, another lady and uh, I'm going to be uh, a dad. And so tomorrow I celebrate my first Father's Day. <laughs> uh, but I have uh, I have also been working on um, uh, I well, you know, uh my half of Delvers with, uh, with Abby and, um, working on getting the season of personalized done. I, I've learned a, a valuable lesson, um, that I finally basically, uh, uh announced last year at the end of last year. Um, or it could have been again this year. I learned the lesson that everyone had been telling me for the past two years. Um, that my biggest mistake has been, I took on 80 projects at one time and thought I was Superman. Yeah. Um, in my defense, though, I had a <laughs> lot more time, even in my other relationship, she won't around much compared to what I do now. Not blaming where I'm at now. It's just I. It's just I'm in a, a whole nother stage in my life than I was now. That my time um, for most things, even gaming, like I haven't really done a lot of gaming that I enjoy. Just been so busy with work and trying to keep up with everything. With that being said, uh, I do. Where I've shifted my focus to um, working on smaller amount of projects, um, most of them have been announced, but it's not more than five at a time. I promise everybody that. Um, but the biggest focus has been getting this season done on personalizing, getting this recordings that I had uh, scrolled up because it's just it's been eating at me for a while ever since you know we recorded them that I just wanted to get out there, but I, I wanted to do it right this time, so I said I will break it up to a season. But when this is done and when we get Delvers actually on his feet, I believe there's a there's another audio drama I'll be working on before diving into my novels finally again. But like I said, for the most part, I can actually say that there's not been a lot of creative coming for me uh, just because I've been so focused on my personal life outside of it. But I do have a form of better where I'm at now as far as getting things recorded and better station now. I will say that I got a fancy new computer that I love. And that I've barely done any gaming on because I want I've made it my focus to make this my podcast writing computer. <laughs> so there's not really anything uh, big for me. Um, but is there anything you two want to ask each other or uh, ask me in general? Is there anything you guys subject you guys wanted to touch on? I know everything about Surrey. Everything Sarah said, I already knew it. Damn. <laughs> Absolutely everything. That's because my life is an open book. My book is an open life. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was trying to figure out a way of bringing that in too, but you know, too hard. I, actually, Abby, you're saying you'd like to work on computer games. Is that right for voice acting? I would love to more than anything. I do happen to know a, a, a friend of mine who is uh, probably... I'm going to hope it's 80% of the way through developing his uh, independent computer game. So, I don't know. Maybe I can put you in touch. I don't know if he needs voice acting, but he's getting to the pointy end. I would love to. I just ha uh, our, our buddy Adam just mixed um, a demo for me, too. So, I would love... I just got I got very excited and I'm trying my best to keep my cool because I know this is not like... A but I love talking about working on video games. Like... Who all right. <laughs> uh speaking of video games, have you two been playing any uh any plenty good ones lately? I know there's been 
uh, I would say a short amount. There's actually been a good amount, decent ones lately. There's pretty uh, good ones, but my computer is not capable of playing them. And uh, a new computer was on the cards. I was looking, going, oh, uh, AMD's releasing their new set of CPUs. Oh, look, and NVIDIA's going to release their new GPUs as well. This would be a great time to buy a computer. But then, uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed it, but the price of and, and availability of CPUs and GPUs, even older ones, is just not there. So, I've got a laptop that's too many years old now. I'm playing only old games work on it. I got lucky with getting this. Uh, I mean, it's not like a big, it's just an HP, but um, it's exactly what I wanted. And I was like, I don't need nothing fancy because all my gaming is going to stay on consoles for the most part. Uh, Carrie surprised me and got me a Series S for some occasion this past year. So um, I've been more on that than I have my own PlayStation. But uh, I did do Resident Evil 4 on PlayStation. I had to come back for that. Not 4, sorry, Resident Evil 8. So good. Uh, turn a boy commits tax evasion. What? <laughs> what? It's a, it's a $15 <laughs> game. It's on Switch. It's on PC. It's uh, on multiple platforms. But it came out this year, I believe. It either came out this year or last. Um, But it's called Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. Oh, my God. I'm looking at and it now. And it's very good. I'm not going to lie. It kind of looks interesting. Is it funny? Yes. I'd hope so. Because otherwise, if it was a serious game and it's called Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion, yeah, I'm not sure where I'd go with that. It- <laughs> that's that's probably the only like new game that I've played. I've been replaying old stuff, you know, Divinity and whatnot and what have you. Um, yeah, that- it, but mostly I've been playing D and D. Like D and TTRPGs take up most of my gaming life like most of or or i play board games online now i've been playing a lot of monopoly deal oh i know that's fun i'm i miss playing tabletop games right i haven't been able to do that since i moved to wa I've, i do play a DD game with my kids at the moment but oh that's there, cool being Dude. there nine and ten it tends to be a little bit on and off sporadic oh but you know what though i can't wait for to be able to do things like that um emma likes to like my stepdaughter likes to grab uh, she likes to grab the controllers. The, the, like we have two Xbox controllers plugged in because Carrie and I are currently playing. It takes two. Which let me tell you something, sorry. If you ever I've heard that's really if good. If you ever find yourself in a situation, you and your wife need to play It Takes Two, and Abby, you need to play it too. Um, yeah, I've said, I've been watching the Grumps play so, it a little bit. It's so fun. It is so we're we're maybe halfway through. Uh, there's been like one or two boss fights that made us like I wouldn't say yell at each other, but we've definitely turned the Xbox off and went to bed at night because we were so mad at the game. <laughs> Um, but it's so funny too. It's I love the company who did that. They did a way out too, and yeah. a way out is such a fun co-op game. Sad thing is, I was thinking, oh, maybe I get something like uh, Fancy Battlegrounds or Tabletop Simulator or something. I think Fancy Battlegrounds that there's sort of like a matchmaking service, or maybe I, I, I could find a, an online game here in Australia time zone that would be suitable. But then I had a look around at because I haven't played tabletop games in such a long time, all of the time that would be dedicated to that has sort of been pared away and taken up by everything else. So I just sort of, I wonder if I'd actually be able to find some time to commit to that, given that you know, you'd probably need to have two or three hours at least once or once a week or once every other week, at the, you know. So 
yeah, it might be something I just have to think about for later on when I come up with less things to do. So that <clears throat> it's one of the problems I think of being a grown up these days is it's so much harder to find time. I know when I was yeah in high school, I, I would would play every lunchtime at school because you know we're a bunch of nerds, but then every sort of Saturday we would play. And then when just shortly after school, you know, we had a group house that we lived in. And so Friday nights, because as I said, I mentioned the whole nerd thing, Friday nights would be our collectible card game uh, playing night. Mostly we play the uh, vampire, the eternal struggle. And then on Sunday afternoon would be our tabletop games. And that, that worked great. But then, you know, slowly people moved out of the group house we've got our own places with you know partners or just because we got a, a job that paid enough money to not have to live in a group house and let's face it four or five guys all living in the one house it can be a bit gross at times and and now yeah i tried to be in a band a couple of years ago and five members as yeah five piece band you try to find one day of the week where there's one hour in common for five grown-ups is just impossible. Just couldn't do it. You know, everyone always had uh, some thing, you know, no, I, I've got to see only this guitarist, he's from Russia. And the only time he had each week to talk to his daughter he'd left in Russia was on this particular night. And then someone else was, you know, I know, for example, my wife was doing basketball and stuff. So I had to be at home with the kids and on this other night and someone else had some other problem there. They were doing a, an evening course at TAFE to try and get a diploma of something or other. And it was just, we couldn't, we couldn't find anywhere where five adults could meet together just for an hour to play musical instruments. The best we could do was three people at a time. So, yeah, the band didn't really work. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, oh, well, you know. Yeah, just one of those things, man. Like, uh, I, I currently, uh, one of my friends I've known for years I play online with, um, we, the only thing I can sort of basically commit to, um, we we basically finished everything with, like, one DLC for Borderlands, and um, we're currently burning through Division 1 before we get Division 2, and, like, he made a joke the other day or a couple of weeks ago when I announced the pregnancy to some of the friends is that, uh, he was like, yeah, we better go ahead and get this finished. Like before you have it. Cause like, as soon as you have you know, your second kid, he said, you know, you're not going to have time for anything else. No, you, you lose most of your time in the first few years. Uh, I've, I'm just starting to get some time back now. My kids are eight and nine. So they're firmly in school every day. They're old enough now We've got the the job roster up, so they they help with the various cleaning and uh, cooking and laundry duties around the house. And so now we're sort of finding we've actually got bits of time here and there to do stuff. But yeah, you, you can expect until you know, for a few years' time anyway. Right? I can't wait for Emma to start scooping out the litter box. <laughs> <laughs> Just the cat will be dead by then, right? <laughs> oh man, dude, I hope not. This man, we got this little kitten beginning of the year, dude. This thing has been like my cat. This thing is at my hip ninety eight percent of the time. Other two percent is with Emma. Carrie has nothing to do with her. 
Um, so, uh, I guess now that we're getting to the end of this, uh, we, I, I guess it's time to talk about the elephant in the room per se. Uh, we're closing, you know, this is the literally, literally last episode that, uh, we'll be releasing for personalized. But, um, you know, as we take a look back, uh, I don't know if there's too much you can comment or too much you could say on this, sir. Like, I don't know if if you feel like you have any input on it uh obviously i'm welcome to it but um i know abby does but has there been any like memorable moments from um whether you've uh, when you've been on uh personalized or a guest that you listened to or uh interviewed with me um um either one of you especially you know not just the uh season we're released this releasing now but um previously like we've had actually a lot of guests on um and i know I know neither of you have heard the ones from this season, but uh, I mean, I can pretty much vouch that we've had um, the ones that the ones we'll be releasing is, you know, this year is Mike Nye with Kenneth Vigue from Chad Podcast, Ian Humphrey from Under the Shroud, Stuart Moyer from several different things. Um, biggest things that I can think of is uh, One Bad Night and um, Modern Storyteller. Oh, Cold Open Stories. And uh, Adam Blanford will be tying it into all off for the finale. We love. Right. I was to say, like, most of that, like, Cass is somebody who I think I met on Personalized, who I continue to have a working relationship with. Um, of course, with, uh, I guess, <laughs> the show that shall not be named for now, but, um, <laughs> you know, also with Unsolved Mystery Solved. And, like, you know, we run sort of the same circles with Postal Roach and stuff like that. So, you know, Cass, Seth, who I love, um, and want to, I, 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 if I can continue to work with Persephone for the rest of my life, I will die happy. Um, did you listen to her episode? I, you talk, are we talking? Oh, her personalized episode? Uh, I don't, I think I, I hadn't finished it yet, but I got halfway through and stopped fucking laughing. Let me tell you something. Okay, so that and her, I mean, we've already said it, but her bus stop episode, yeah, not only... Which I was in. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Not only were they hilarious, <laughs> but man, they got so dirty, which is what I loved with her, but they got so dirty. She's she's incredibly talented and, and just a fucking riot. Um, uh, and then, of course, like... I guess I guess the episodes that I remember the most is talking to your parents. Honestly, my mom loves you so much. I know. <laughs> I haven't even spoken to your mom in so long. Which they just got a pool. Which funny story during when COVID was here, all the pools were selling out because everyone was at home and it was during summer. And everyone wanted the pool, so my mom and stepdad wanted a pool like really, really bad. So they couldn't find one. They had found like a few on like Facebook Marketplace, but none of them was working out. So they bought like a hot tub and they're like, yeah, this is cool and all. It was like a little like is I guess you could say inflatable, but it's not like a little cheap. Hot, it was like eight hundred dollar hot tub um, that you can like it's a portable hot tub. Anyways, uh, they bought that and had there for like a few months. And then like uh, toward this winter when everyone stopped buying so many pools, they paid to get this above ground pool, huge above ground pool put in and they the pool company was so behind they just got it put in last month um and uh my stepdad's already built a deck around and stuff uh long story short the their biggest things right now is they're at home in that pool like 80 percent of the time that is their domain 
um, which Emma loves very much. It's hard. To, the moment we go over there, we have to be careful because she sees that water. It's like World War Three of keeping her from from getting in the water. Uh, How old is she? Uh, she'll be two she learns- next month. Ah, so she starts. Yeah, still- yeah, she starts swimming lessons. Uh, we're gonna start her. So on da- it's a danger period. She can walk around and get to the water, but she's probably not big enough to do anything exactly. other. Exactly. That's why we're starting. Her on, that's why we're starting on swimming classes because um, she she really likes water. Like uh, Carrie calls her her water baby because she die hard. Like whether it's like the bathtub or just pool or the lake, she loves the water like incredibly much. Um, to the point where we're like, yeah, we need to get her trained which you could start them early it's it's it sounds weird thinking about like a two-year-old getting swimming lessons but my my nephew also had to do it um because he likes water but um it's just one of those things like they teach them um it costs obviously um to get it done and it's not like they can go in the next like the next day without a life jacket but um they had they understand the water more with a professional and they get more time and um stuff so i want to actually teach them on their level of how to swim better. So we, it's not that we wouldn't ever have to worry, but it would help our worry if she ever did get in the water without us there. Yeah. I think a lot of that of like teaching young kids how to swim is mostly teaching them how to hold their breath so that they don't, when they're in the water, immediately breathe in and then start drowning immediately. Like it's it. I think a lot of people who teach their kids to swim. It's always a preventative measure where it's like teaching them how to swim so that just in case, if anything happens, Oh, yeah, the They're blood, not going to start drowning. They do tend to freak out. Uh, we were down at the estuary. Uh, I know back when the kids were little, my son was maybe, yeah, he was sort of about two. He'd, he'd, he'd been walking for a little bit, but, you know, he's still on that unstable on his feet bit. He was right at my feet. So, I was standing right right behind him. He's standing there and he just, he decided he'd bend over and look at the water. So, he just bent at the waist plonked his whole upper torso into the water and then just started thrashing. And you just like, you are literally standing on the ground. You just lift your head up. But they don't, they, you know, they totally freak out. So, I had to, you know, hold him down. No, I had to pick him up and, <laughs> and set him back on his feet. <laughs> and then he was okay. I but- for a minute there. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> sure. That's it. But, yeah, it's, it's at... Um, Swimming lessons, yeah, like I said, let's let them hold their breath. Know that they can hold their breath and that when their face gets wet, it's not the world coming to an end. It's just water on your face. And it's, it's amazing that little kids have to learn everything. Short of breathing and beating their own heart, they've got to learn how to eat food. They've got to learn how to hold their breath if they get in the water. It's, I think it's insane how much they have to learn. And you just take for granted. Do you think, well, surely it's just, you know, you, you dunk your head under the water. Well, you just pick a bucket out of the water, right? No, you got to learn to do that. Otherwise, yeah, that's, and that's how come there's so many of these, um, you know, summertime tragedies and hospital visits because little kids, you know, they will step on a nail that sticks up out of the ground. Like, even if they look at it and see it, they'll step on it because no one's told them that you don't do that. And or they'll touch a hot plate. Like you think, don't put your hand on a fire. No, no, little kids will if if you don't teach them that. Uh, yeah, so there's it's just you you need to just put all these courses like take them to swimming lessons at age two, just so they know that they can hold their breath. You can hold your breath; it's possible. And 
you've got to tell them, don't touch that. It's hot. Yeah. Right. Uh, we we were just talking about this at dinner. It's Thursday night. We went to go eat dinner um, at a local diner, and uh, we were walking out, and Emma points at like an older lady sitting in a booth. He's she's like, "What's that?" As loud as she can, and she's pointing at the lady's uh, diabetes, uh, insulin. Uh, the ones they have, they implant in their arm, where they just like put the tester through the tube versus having to prick themselves. I was like, I couldn't be more embarrassed. <laughs> but she asked that about everything. Like she was eating chicken at dinner and her great grandmother was sitting beside her and she had a piece of chicken. She ate it. And then she grabbed another piece. She, she looked at her grandma. She's like, what's this? And she's like, it's chicken. And she goes, Oh, eats it anyways. Yeah. It's, it's a surprise at times that the human race has survived as long as it has. <laughs> I just, the, it's still my kids. As I said they're nine and ten. Did I say eight and nine before? I meant nine and ten. They they do grow up too fast for me to remember how to count. <laughs> and but they it's still there'll be a case where I'll, I'll say some phrase I can't think of anything on the top of my head. But yeah, I'll say something, give them some instruction, and there'll be a pause, and then my daughter will look back and say, "What does you know what such and such mean?" And I have to take a moment and go, "Oh yeah, why would you even know that?" Like. It's not like you sit there reading a dictionary yet. And, yet, exactly. And, yeah, so there's still, even after 10 years of her life living, there's still all of these sort of little things that you've got to say, well, we have to teach them how to clean their, their room. Because we have on, the, on their chore list, as I said, we've got this, this list up, you know, we've got to do jobs. So, one of them on the weekend is tidy your room. And they literally don't know how to do it. Because that's you think it's well, you just put everything away. Oh, <laughs> like, that's a new idea. Is that what tidying? Yeah, let, like so you got to take them through and you pick these things up and you put them back where they're meant to be and you straighten your bed up and we, we're going to get the vacuum cleaner and I'll show you how to use the vacuum cleaner and uh, not just show them how to use, but how to actually then. You know, vacuum to make sure that you vacuum all parts of the floor, not just kind of random sweeps. Uh, it's yeah, so it's a, it's a constant thing that they don't even have the enough background context to ad lib it. You'd imagine an adult, you can sort of say do you know some task, and if you gave them no other instruction, they'd probably be able to sit down and, and you know logically construct a means of doing it. It may not be a good way of doing it or, or it could not work properly, but when you're talking like little kids that they, they don't even have the background to be able to put together a way of approaching anything. Um, I remember my dad when I was a kid, uh, if we ever said a word that we didn't know, he would literally make us go grab his old ass Webster's and he's like, get the dictionary, boy. And so he spent like a lesson teaching me in just what the word was. Yeah, well, that's pretty valuable. Right? It's valuable just to know that you can go and get the information, because that's that's a uh, a trick. I think there's a fair number of people never quite got the idea that there's places you can go to get information. The number of face Facebook posts where someone will say, "How do you do such and such?" and I always reply back, literally type that into Google and <laughs> exactly. click the first results. Right. Just, just do it. Or go to YouTube and type that exact question in there and you'll have a video explaining not only how to do it, but there'll be the history of why people do it, where the word comes from, whatever. You know, like, 
why are you asking random people on Facebook? You know, now that we're finally getting to close this stuff, is there anything uh, else you two want to say, you know, to the listeners? You know, final words with, like I said, uh, I think it's we, we had a great run with Personalized. Obviously, it taught me a lot. And I, I won't. It's one of my most, I guess, my one of my pride and joys because it's something I created that's out there. I loved having every guest on. It was such an experience. I don't, I can't even begin to say who my favorite was. It was so hard, but the, especially like laughing, like each one of them had so many moments. And there are some which I do need to say. Uh, give shout out to like Eli and uh, a few others. Uh, I think. No, well, not it won't that many, but mostly Eli um, and Surrey's first episode. <laughs> I, I made a few mistakes when we first started, and we lost the recordings for him, and that was a that was a huge bummer. That bothered me for a while. Past that, I mean, like I said, the ones that have been out, it's um, it's a blast, and I I hope that you know when when this last episode comes out, that uh, people will still check into it from here in times or like the guests and stuff whenever they mention what they've been on personalized can be one of the things they can always show somebody you know yeah and i I think on the on that point of sort of i guess making mistakes what have you is it's well i think it's really good to listen to people talking about their yeah creative productions or just parts of their life because you come to understand that first of all everyone everyone is in a constant process of uh, let's say a, a, an optimization process for their own life and getting things wrong or making these mistakes doesn't have to be the setback you think it could be a different sort of setback but it's always a way then of uh, having a purpose served there's there's a a benefit and a cost to every mistake and you can make use of both of those in order to come out better at the other end and it's hard to remember at the moment something is going wrong. In fact, it's almost impossible because that's the whole definition of everything going wrong. But I like to think that usually in hindsight, you can think, you know, what what purpose did this problem or mistake or difficulty serve and how can that improve? You know, what steps can I take or what alterations or what extra things do I need to learn Uh yeah, no, I I think it's a valuable thing to go back and say, listen to these personalized episodes and you'll hear different perspectives and different mistakes people have made and different uh, good things that people have done. And yeah, it can shed a bit of light on your own situation, which I think is quite good. There's been a lot of times, especially these past few months where I would meet a certain person and I'm like, it'd be nice to interview you. Uh, but I was like, you know what? No, no, don't say that because... You don't have enough time, <laughs> but it's so hard. It's just getting out of the stage of like, ah, you know what? It'd be nice to sit down and interview <laughs> There's so many people I've met now nowadays that are like, it'd be a fun interview with you. Just a cool hang. I was like, maybe one day I could try it again. But for now, I'm just I'm just too busy. And uh, it would just be more time with people waiting than it would actually stuff getting out. Yeah, I've, tr- I've tried to get interviews or, or conversations, get people on Space Brains, but... They're usually in Europe or the United States and the time zone difference is just killer. I mean, just getting this episode organized, it's, you know, early, well, it's not not early morning, but it's, it's the morning for me and it's the evening prior for you guys. So, trying to find a day in the week where that works out is always a challenge. Uh, and that's the challenge. I've had to try and interview someone in, where were they? They were in Kuwait. 
and you know trying to find the the right time to be able to you know line that up with with yeah for sure um abby any input or last thoughts um a lot of it just is like thanks you know like uh we've it's been a while and i think as people you know we've we've all been through a lot since the start of this episode and or not episode <laughs> this pot like we've been a lot through the start of this episode i'll tell you what man i'm growing um, a longer beard since we started talking yeah since the beginning of this podcast and stuff like that so a lot of it's just like you know i really appreciate one not only your work but allowing me to be a part of it um because i i not not that it would surprise anybody, but Vince does all the work. Like, uh, I'm just here. <laughs> so, I, but I'm, I was appreciative to be brought on to even do that, you know? I will say this. Anytime that I've had, like, especially with the show that we've already named Delvers, <laughs> anytime somebody meets you and they, everybody loves Abby. Abby, everybody <laughs> loves Abby. I don't know if that's true. Well... It- that show's already been done. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's also true. Now that uh, we're pretty much closing this out, uh, I will say thank you, both of you, especially with your patience with this. You know, Abby, with, with what you did, helping with the credits coming in with that, it was such a pain doing it myself. I realized I do not like doing that, so I cannot be more <laughs> thankful for you on that one. And sorry Anytime. for being the backbone to it. Obviously, me and Abby, uh, we have like a couple other things we've already so this isn't the end for that but sorry um hopefully one day we can try to do something together or even have you on one of our shows but like i said uh, obviously we'll be keeping in touch you better but i'm so excited for where you're going with space brains yeah i look forward to watching these movies that have come in i hope this feature film that we got is good because so far it's the only feature and we don't want to have to not give it an award because we can't give it an award if it's you know basically going to make us look bad giving <laughs> giving that film it's an bad. award <laughs> i'm a, yeah. i'm excited for the thing you made yeah yeah i'll see it it's uh, uh yeah a little bit of science fiction in there a bit of me playing around with some special effects i think it's gonna be funny um again thank you guys so much thank you and thank you listeners for listening you know being a part of this and um if you haven't already i suggest you go Go back and catch up on the missed episodes of Personalized. Get to know these guests that we've known because they're all going places. Uh, and it, it was a blast. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Surrey and Abby, you can find online, which the, everything links will be in the show notes. But um, for sure, if you can, like, even if you're, like, in Canada, just fly to Australia to be at the Space Marines. I think it'd be worth it. I will not pay for your airplane tickets, but even if you got to take a boat, just tell me from Germany. Yeah. Well, we we do have a red carpet, and there'll be photographers there. Yeah. So, don't shave your beard. Just show up there. And, yeah. So, again, thank you, guys. And thank you very much. Yeah, and Thank thanks. you, Abby. Yeah. Oh, th- thank you. Sorry. Yeah. And. I sent a letter to my brother I sent a photograph to my mom To my father I sent a gift
keys to my car, to my love, I send a poem that ended. I'm sorry, I will not be coming home. The cliffs of Big Sur rock candy in my mind, and the smell. Backyard at night I've been swallowed by the idea I can't say goodbye.